Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. It is Behind the Herald Headlines. We're joined in studio this morning by the new mayor for Nelson Mandela Bay, Ratif Odendal, and with him, the head of water distribution, Mr. Joseph Tsatsire. Gentlemen, good morning and thank you for joining us. Hi, Darren. It's wonderful being with you. Uh, good morning, Tara. Morning, morning. morning. It's, it's, it's not going to be as bad as you think it might be. <laughs> We're talking about uh, an issue which has raised a few eyebrows this past week. There's going to be a change in terms of the rate that's applied to users of water that exceed nine kilolitres. Would you maybe, let's start with you, Mr. Mayor, if you'll just unpack the, what exactly is happening, who's affected and, and what the thinking is behind that. Well, Darren, I think, first of all, uh, we need to um, say that we are still grappling with this drought. It is very, very serious. And uh, and unfortunately, the municipality hasn't been able to, um, to reduce its demand um, or get consumers to reduce their demand. Many of our, our consumers, in fact, thousands of our consumers have been playing their part and, and, and changing their their water consumption habits, but there are still households that haven't. Um, We changed the uh, um, punitive tariff for for water from Part C to Part D. Can we just unpack what that means, Part C? Part Part C is is, uh, cheaper than Part D. So you get a a standard tariff at A, then a punitive tariff at tariff B, and a punitive tariff at C and D. Gotcha. D being the most expensive. So a council changed the tariff from uh, C to D um, in anticipation of the new financial year. But when we started looking at at last financial year, where we actually changed the tariff from tariff B to tariff C, we realized that what we are doing is we are actually uh, changing paying customers into non-paying customers. People can't afford these punitive tariffs. And it's got no, uh, it's not bringing uh, the change in behavior that we would have wanted to see. So uh, by, by way of an example, if you go away for a holiday and, uh, or for a weekend um, and, uh, and somebody steals your, your copper pipes, um, previously at the tariff A, you might be slapped with a, a bill of about 7,000 rand. With tariff D, you'll be slapped with a bill of about 250,000 rand wow. or, or close by. Wow. With no ability to be able to get any rebate on, on that 250,000 rand bill. So we asked ourselves, is it fair on the consumer, first of all? Um, and, uh, and we've looked at the st- statistics. Uh, last year, just from going from tariff B to K- tariff C, we've seen that the Area Debtors Book has increased by, by uh, 3 billion rand. Okay, three billion rand, of which more than two billion rand represented a, a rear water debt, and again, m- uh, very little of that money uh, would be able to come into the administration because people can't afford to settle those bills. So we 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 looked at at uh, uh, then the forecast model of what would happen um, if we if we move from tariff C to tariff D, and unfortunately, this homework should have been done, I think, before we implemented it, but it's going to have a Terrific effect on, on, on consumer debt, which I think is unfair, which we think is unfair, but also it will have a detrimental effect on our collection rate. Um, so all in all, we, we took a decision that um, it is in the best interest of our public to not implement ta- tariff D, go back to tariff C. It is still a punitive tariff, but it is it would not have this horrific effect not on, as on household uh, uh, debt yes. And at the same time, we have to be honest, Joseph, we have failed as a municipality to create sufficient public awareness uh, in terms of, of this drought. So we are 
confident that we have now uh, um, or are we, that we are starting to implement a public awareness campaign that will make people aware of the need to reduce their consumption. I think that, that uh, we also have to be honest um, that the municipality has also failed to get its own house in order, both in terms of public awareness, but also in terms of fixing our infrastructure so that we don't lose that much water. We're currently losing nearly 40% of all the water that comes in this, into the city. So it's immoral for us to, first of all, um, laying the blame at our consumers. Um, and secondly, also then to, to severely punish them um, with regards to the, to the punitive tariffs. We have to get our own house in, in, in order. But whilst we do that, we also implore on, on our public to conserve as, as, as our water resources and use as little as possible. Now, whenever we bring up the subject of water usage, excessive water usage, uh, usage or wasting, people say there are thousands of leaks in our ageing infrastructure. And why are we losing so much water there? Shouldn't the municipality be looking after those issues first before they come after me with a punitive rate? Well, I think, first of all, it's, it's uh, and, and Joseph can maybe uh, emphasise here because he's the professional, but I think that one must firstly realise that we have neglected our our water infrastructure. And and I'll be very frank that I've sat in meetings where municipal officials have warned um, politicians that uh, if they do not spend and accelerate their spending on, on infrastructure maintenance and repairs, that we're going to get to a situation where um, uh, our uh, ailing and failing infrastructure is going to um, just collapse. And that's what we've seen happening over the last couple of, 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 of months. And, and years. That's why we can't uh, arrest the issue of, of water losses. Um, so in, in some of the financial years, we spend less than 1% of our total operating budget on maintenance and repairs. Wow. Now, obviously, what has happened over the last couple of, of, of months and, and, and a couple of years, as we've, or last two years at least, I can say, is there's been an accelerated spend on, on infrastructure, but it's not enough. Um, we need to continue with this trend. And it's painful because I just want to say, Darren, that no politician likes to spend money on infrastructure under the ground. We like to invest in sexy infrastructure yeah. where we can cut ribbons. But it is very, very important that we do um, arrest this issue with uh, uh, the water crisis. It's a man-made crisis. This mm. municipality has, has, has created this crisis. And I'm not laying the blame before uh, uh, Joseph and, and his officials because I think that, that priorities of politicians in the past were wrong and we need to fix that and, and get the direction and the focus of this municipality where it belongs. Mr. Tsatsire, if I could bring you in here, you're the Director of Water Distribution. Sketch a little picture for me, how bad? Thank you very much. It's safe to say that I think from a water provision point of view it's still crisis point and I think we need to invest quite a lot of energy and resources in ensuring that you know we create a sustainable future going forward. Um, I think the mayor is right. I mean, we have been experiencing drought for the past seven years, and I think as part of our interventions, um, one of the critical aspects is water demand reduction. And obviously with that, there's quite a number of tools which um, we have been trying to implement to reduce consumption. Rightfully said, you know, leak uh, management or leak reduction is one of them. Obviously, I think over the past couple of months, there's been an acceleration of resources to ensure that at least we attend to as many leaks as possible. And obviously, uh, it's not a brainer, a brainer. We actually reduce artificial you know, um, 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 uh, consumption with that. But again, in the basket, there are also quite a number of things. And I think we have now mentioned 
you know, punitive tariff as one of them. Um, obviously, at the insistence of you know other colleagues and technical support that are um, helping us from National Treasury and Department of Foreign Affairs, we actually implemented the most punitive that is Tariff D. And obviously, this was an advice and peer review of other cities in the world, as well as in country that has gone through that. But I think one has to take into cognizance of the fact that you know the environment are not the same. Um, 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 the social and economic environment of Wittebeha is not exactly the same as Cape Town and Australia, Sydney and other countries that have experienced drought. So one has to customize you know, the approaches. And I think upon looking into the tariff structure, what has happened, um, the indigent rate in the city, um, COVID, you know, recovering from COVID economic activities. I mean, we found that, you know, obviously our debt is ballooning. Uh, the punitive tariff is not assisting. And one has to go back to the, the drawing board and say, what can we do differently? And among other things, then we need to put more emphasis on the other tools that are in our toolbox to reduce consumption. And obviously, we we'll actually then accelerate some of those projects, leak, um, 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 uh, fixing, um, pressure management, you know, um, physical you know, um, 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 restriction of consumers and so forth. So obviously, that's where the decision to actually relook and actually come back to tariff, you know, um, C. But I think I should say as well, Mayor, that the budget which was approved by council was originally based on tariff C, mm -hmm. and it will not actually have any impact, you know, for us to actually yes. reduce from tariff D to tariff C. So yeah, um, again, um, collaborative effort, consumers, as well as the municipality needs to join hands and ensure that, you know, all the array of interventions that we are implementing actually yield results and reduce consumption and possibly have, you know, a future-proofed, you know, a city going forward. Now, the mayor has suggested a figure of around 40% of our daily, monthly, annual water usage going to waste as a result of leaks. Give me an idea of how bad is it when it comes to leaks. Do you have a handle on exactly how many there are or a rough ballpark figure? Uh, can we repair the damage? Yes, yeah. At, at, at some point, I'm going to mention this around June, we had plus or minus 3,500 backlogs of leaks wow, out there. Wow, wow. Um, and obviously, with an intensified effort, we actually reduced that to almost zero on a week-to-week on a -week basis. But obviously, currently, we are actually, again, going back to where we are, Executive Mayor. Um, we just have got other you know, internal contractual issues that we need to resolve for us to have all the resources that we require. And I'm hoping that, you know, possibly by the end of this week, we'll actually have enough resources for us to pick momentum again on fixing leaks. But I think all in all, as the executive mayor has said, it's about the maintenance regime of our infrastructure. For us to be able to reduce leaks over a long period of time, we need to replace infrastructure pipelines under the, under, under, underground, which most of them are actually, you know, old infrastructure, possibly on average more than 30 years old. And obviously, they actually give weak points, and obviously, we end up having weeks, leaks. But I think we also need to, on a day-to-day, -day, increase our efficiencies in terms of responding to leaks. Uh, our turnaround times we need to reduce. I mean, I should say this. At some point, we used to sit at 15 days, you know, to actually get to a small leak. Um, uh, in the past couple of months, we have reduced that to about, you know, six to seven days. Again, it's not adequate. We actually should ideally 
and obviously probably an aspiration is to have at least you know a turnaround time of a day or two. Yeah, but you've got an improvement. It's at least moving in the right direction. It is in the right direction, but obviously looking at the crisis that we are in, we need to accelerate more and actually put more resources and ensure that you know we we save every drop you know um every drop that leaks for four days is quite a lot of water that is actually lost it's better but it's not good yeah, enough it's not good enough. Enough. yeah that's 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 the message mayor Udendal, you've said that water tariffs for part d have had a severe effect on the city's collection rate how is that calculated how has that worked out so basically what happens is that um we are able to um uh, to track each and every service charge uh, it's got its own code and um if you're sitting at home and you've got a municipal account close to you you can actually go and check there's a there's a code so we know exactly how much we charge uh, for for rates um we know how much we charge for electricity we know how much we charge for uh, for water so we can track uh, the ballooning debt uh, in terms of, of outstanding water debt. Um, and, and that's how we know that, that 66% of, of um, our debt uh, that was incurred last year, um, outstanding debt, um, was uh, a water debt. So our projections are that with the increases that we've seen in, in uh, uh, ballooning water debt just in the new financial year over the last uh, two months, we uh, can project that our collection rate will, will collapse to about 59% uh, towards the end of the year. Now, if... If that is going to be the case, it will have a severe impact on our budget, which means it comes adjustments budget. We'll have to probably cut about a billion rand out of our budget, um, which will have a severe impact on service delivery. So we can't allow that to happen. Um, and, uh, and at the end of the day, I think we have to be honest with one another. There is a trust deficit between uh, the people of Nelson Middle Bay and this municipality. And um, uh, moving back to, to Tariff C is absolutely the right thing to do uh, because we don't have our house in order. And as Joseph correctly said, there are many tools in, in our, um, in our basket, yes, that we can use in order to, to get um, uh, uh, water losses and demand management going in the right direction. Very often we compared to the crisis that Nelson, uh, that the city of Cape Town had um, in, in 2018. Mm. And now um, we are wholly different to uh, to the city of Cape Town because first of all they had uh, one drought I think in in the past fifty years we get cyclical droughts every mm. five to ten years we've got a drought in Nelson Mandela Bay uh, I think if I remember correctly since two thousand and ten there's just one year where we didn't have water restrictions in in the city so um, that leads to drought fatigue people don't believe mm. that the dams are going to run dry because we've always we're always living with the with water restrictions so your approach to public awareness needs to be totally different also we we're getting about 60 just more than 60 percent of our water from Noetgedacht, which comes from uh, the the Harib dam and therefore people don't necessarily believe that we will run out of water but I I want to make it very, very clear that if we don't use our, uh, um, don't change our behaviour, um, and the municipality don't get its house in order, we can run out of water, and certain parts of the city will uh, not have access to to potable water, and and we can't allow that because if that happens, 
we don't have water security and nobody will invest in our town mm. ever again. And in a city that has got the highest unemployment rate of all metropolitan municipalities in the country, um, we must be able to, to attract investment and must be able to, to have water security. So that's a very important message. But again, I, I can't um, stress enough that we're coming to the public cap in hand because we know that we have actually been the biggest problem and not necessarily the public. Um, so, so please bear with us. We must fix this mess. But in the meanwhile, um, as long as it takes to fix, uh, we're also asking the public to play their part. Mayor, we're, uh, is it three months into the new financial year now, July, yes. August, September? How, have, uh, how has revenue collection gone so far in this new year? Any improvement on last year? Has the number, has the debtors book increased? No, it, um, the, uh, there hasn't really been an increase because your, your first month of billing, you actually see an increase in collection of rates. Um, and that's uh, ordinarily because, believe it or not, there's still so, some people that can af uh, afford to pay their rates for the entire year. I don't think there's any of them sitting in this room. <laughs> no, no. But, <laughs> so it does give you a, skew, uh, a skewed indication of, of what lies ahead. But we've certainly seen uh, that uh, last month's uh, billing has seen a, a massive increase in, in, um, uh, in arrear water debt. And it is, is, it is heading the way that we've projected it, it heading. So we have to manage the situation. Um, and, uh, and as I've said, we don't want to turn payers into non-payers. Uh, you can imagine, Darren, the um, anxiety that, that a consumer will have if they're sitting with a bill of 100000 or 200000 I've had clients coming to me saying that they're sitting with bills of more than a million rand. They don't know what they're going to do. Um, in, in certain instances, the bills are actually probably more than what the property is worth. So it is a lot of anxiety that people are sitting uh, out there uh, and I don't think that it is fair. We need to be responsive to, to Towards the needs of our consumers. That is what a caring municipality uh, um, uh, must do. Uh, but we also, as we've acknowledged, also have to uh, have a fine balancing act because we want to deter people from, from waste, mm. wasting water resources. But I think by, by, by and large, majority of people have actually been pa playing their part and those that have been naughty, um, we're going um, to have to take action against them. Uh, but they are in the minority. This is not law yet. The amendment to the law hasn't been done yet. When does that become effective? So, first of all, um, we've had interactions with National Treasury. We also have to have further interactions with the Department of, of Water and Sanitation. I think it's very important that all role players are taken on board. And, and National Treasury certainly understands what we need to achieve. They are obviously concerned that um, it may lead to people changing their behavior, relaxing, using more water. But we've assured them that we're going to use some of those other tools um, to convince people that we're still very, very much in a crisis situation here and that the reason that we've changed it is, is uh, because we are looking out for our consumers but also because we are protecting the, the, um, the fiscus. So uh, um, it hasn't come into, into being that the change has gone through, uh, the proposed change has gone through the mayoral committee and must still go to council. It is likely to only go to council sometime uh, towards the end of this month or early next month. And let's say you pass that. It seems like you will. Are there adjustments to those people who have already been uh, affected by the Part D? 
Well, there will certainly be um, uh, some adjustments that uh, will have to be made. Um, in conjunction, we we also uh, are looking at writing off um, uh, big portions of arrear debt that seems uh, that irrecoverable, irrecoverable. water debt, um, and we're doing that first of all to try and and, and assist households, um, and then secondly also to to address with this uh, address this increasing debtors book, um, which is not good for for your financials, and and you have to be realistic. You you want to ensure that you you can recover debt that's owed to the municipality um, lawfully and fairly. Um, but as I've as I've said, I think a number of times already, we don't want to turn payers into non-payers. It's just not fair, and we we um, uh, we're causing a lot of heartache and and anxiety for for good, honest, um, God-fearing people, and we're not going to do that. And Mayor, how long will it take before you're able to measure the success of the proposed amendment? Well, I think within within a relatively short period of time, uh, and Joseph can maybe come in here, but I think that we'll see that that uh, change within the billing almost with with immediately within a month, um, we'll start to see the effect on the finances. Um, but we are moving into summer season. Historically, people have used more water during summer season than before, and uh, and that's our only fear. You know that that um, <laughs> you might see the 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 benefits. Uh, of of the reduction in the punitive tariffs, but then that you also Using see more. an increase in in consumption, not necessarily because um, people uh, feel more relaxed and feel that they can use more water, but because it's the summer season and and traditionally we've we've spent. So it is a careful balancing act, and it goes hand in hand with a very intense public awareness campaign, saying that guys, we we actually have um, this in our own hands, and uh, and if we don't change our behaviour, um, and the municipality doesn't get its ha- its its house in order, that we're likely to have to to go to tariff D at a later stage again, which will just be detrimental to to everybody, including the city. Final words from your side, Mr. Tatsire. Um, no, I think from our side, obviously, is we we are required to collaborate with the citizens and consumers. Um, the metro has got a role to play in terms of reducing consumption. I've mentioned that I think we need to galvanise all our effort to ensure that you know um, we reduce artificial um, consumption as a result of leakages. We need to attend to our infrastructure, overflowing reservoirs, and so forth. And obviously, our priority now is to deal with physical leakages that we can see. Uh, but I think from the consumers as well, behavioral change, I think um, um, to understand that they need to reduce consumption. And we have been going out public that at least in this crisis, you know, consumers are required at least to consume 50 liters per person per day. And obviously that will actually take us out of, you know, this crisis. Um, we cannot really buy ourselves outside, out, out of this crisis. I think the most important thing at this point in time is to change behavior and ensure that, you know, at least we reduce consumption. Thank you very much. The head of water distribution, Nelson Mandela Bay, Mr. Joseph Tsatsire, and Mayor Udendal, the first time we've had a chance to talk since your induction. What have you been able to sink your teeth into so far? What are the issues at hand, firstly, for you? 
Well, I have to say that um, I think that all of the listeners would, would realize that we've got some major challenges in Nelson Mandela Bay. The administration, unfortunately, is is fairly broken um, and there is a lot of, of intervention needed. But I am very confident that we've got a, a turnaround plan for the municipality, that we have a lot of uh, competent officials that actually just wants to get Nelson Mandela Bay working again. So for um, all your listeners out there, I just want to say that um, keep the faith uh, and don't lose um, hope. We can fix the city. We all love this place. We want to to ensure that it becomes the best uh, metro that it, it can. And uh, and we believe that we, we have uh, what it takes to turn things around. So, um, so pray for us and keep us in your thoughts and uh, also criticize us when it's uh, necessary because we can do better. We've 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 um, certainly um, neglected the city as as a as a municipality over the last couple of years. We could have done better, and uh, and now it's time to get our house in order. I just want to say that I've already said to the executive directors that none of them can go on holiday this year or on leave before they've eradicated the backlog in in basic service delivery. So we, we've seen that the, the city had about 20,000 pottles uh, at the beginning of September. I'm very happy to report that we've we've eradicated about 7,000 of those oh. already. Um, there was just under 10,000 streetlights that were out. We are repairing at 150 streetlights a day. Um, but I mean, there's still significant amount of backlog that needs to be attended to. And, uh, and we want to eradicate that. Uh, for the people of Nelson They've been patient enough and we just need to do what we are paid to do and that is to get the city working. Head of Water Distribution, Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality, Mr. Joseph Tatsire, yourself and our mayor, Ratif Woodendal, we appreciate you joining us today on Behind the Herald Headlines. Thank you very much, Darren. Lovely being here. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.